You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. But we do have our own game to get into. Like you said, that's a, that's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers problem. We don't care nothing about none of that. Y'all figure that out. We ain't, we ain't figuring that out for you. So we have a, again, big opportunity. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons do to take really a good hold of this division, get it by a game. If we win this game, we'll go up one game, a uh, full game in the NFC South that we can beat the Carolina Panthers on Sunday. How do we do that? We'll talk about that in our keys to the game. But first, we're going to talk about matchups to watch. What are the matchups to look out for on Sunday? Who should be who you who should you be keeping an extra eye on? On Sunday, what matchup should you be watching? Have a magnifying glass, too. Bo Morgan, the floor is yours. What matchups are you watching on Sunday? Well, the first thing that popped in my mind was, uh, you know, a couple of guys that they have up front on defense. Um, look, we, we, we want to run the ball, and this yep. is a defense that is not very good at stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that being said, teams are – Teams are not are not respecting us in the passing game, and they're going to come up and stack boxes. Um, we saw a lot of that last week, you know, and and that's great. This team obviously rushes for more yards when they win, and, and but you're still running for an average of 157 yards a game, which is fourth in the NFL. So when you've lost four games and you've won three and have seven, clearly you're still running the ball at a good clip to have that kind of number, even when you lose. Right. But Derek Brown is a guy who who he scares me because he can play. He's in his yeah. third year. He's a big dude. I mean, six five, three twenty. I mean, he's he's a big, big tackle and a defensive tackle in this league. And he's played he's he's not played bad against us. Guy's got a um a couple of two or three quarterback hits when in his time against Atlanta. Now, obviously Matt Ryan mm-hmm. was a quarterback, uh, some tackles for loss. But he's a guy that can eat a double team when needed. So him versus Dahlman, Wilkinson, and Lindstrom, depending on how they want to line him up, is a big deal. The other guy on their defensive line that stands out immediately to me is is Brian Burns. Yep. You know, this this is the guy with 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 over thirty sacks in the league and, and a four year career. So he's getting after the quarterback at a decent clip this year. He's already got five sacks mm-hmm. uh, in what seven games. So. Him against, and I, I would imagine he'll go against McGarry a good bit of the time. 
Right. There are going to be times where he goes against, you know, uh, Jake. And Jake has got to be – we got to have good Jake. You know, Jake has been so-so in the passing game as far mm-hmm. as protection. I've been on record many times, and I don't – not overly big into the into this, into the pass protection this team provides at times. I think that's why there's some passing situations are limited, and you see people think that maybe Marcus is holding on to the ball too long, but that part of that is is that the, the route trees. Are they putting out, you know, two or three – Two or three guys in a route, you know, there's limited, especially right. you get a max for tack, and then they can drop six guys. So that makes it a little bit tougher. I think that's why Lamade Zacchaeus, um, so far in his career, or excuse me, this season has has 19 catches. I mean, it's him and Drake, really, they lead the team uh this season. Uh, you know, they're one and two easily, and then and then you do have Kyle in second place there even though mm-hmm. he's not targeted, uh, apparently. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so the up front, that's a, big, that's a big deal for me with those guys, honestly. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yep. I agree. The game always comes down to the trenches. I mean, if you win the trenches, more times than not, you're going to win the game. However, I do want... To see, and this is going to be my matchup to watch. I do want to see how this secondary bounces back. And you know, the secondary isn't really getting too too much help healthier. Hopefully, a uh, D. Alford is going to be able to come back. Um, hopefully, AJ Terrell will be able to come back. We're not sure about him yet. Jalen Hawkins is officially out with the concussion. AJ Terrell right now on the injury report is questionable. D. Alford questionable as well. So we'll see if those guys play. And today is kind of decision day as uh, we like to call it here on Peace Street Football, uh, as far as guys going to play. Because if a lot of times you practice on Friday, that means you, you have a very good chance of playing. But if you don't practice on Friday, more times than not, we can expect to not see you um, during the game on Sunday. So we will keep an eye on that as well. But either way it goes, whoever's out there in the secondary, whoever draws the assignment of DJ Moore, they're going to have to step up and be able to lock him down. Joe Burrow's a very good quarterback. He had a he had a very very good trio of weapons in Jamar Chase, T Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. That was a mismatch. However, you know, really besides DJ Moore, I mean, you you don't really get too scared of these Carolina Panthers receivers. I mean, they're in the NFL. They're good. They're talented. I don't want to you know poo poo on them, but they're 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 favorable matchups. You know, maybe besides. DJ Moore. I mean, he's the one that, you know, maybe will keep you up at night a little bit. So how does this secondary bounce back? Because PJ Walker, all respect him and what he did last week and helping beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because he helped us out in a way a little bit. But PJ Walker and Joe Burrow and DJ Moore and Jamar Chase or T Higgins or Tyler Boyd. So with that, how does, you know, either D Alford, AJ Terrell, depending on, you know, the health of those guys, if they do play, maybe even the Darren Hall, how do they step up in the secondary, lock down DJ Moore, and don't let this Carolina Panthers receiving core have the day that the receiving core of the Cincinnati Bengals had 
last week. Dolan and Cincinnati basically beat you twice. So backfield, they're going to have to step up. The secondary is going to have to step up and uh, help out this pass rush a little bit, and hopefully they can scratch each other's back a little bit. The pass rush can get to the quarterback a little bit quicker, and the secondary can hold on a little bit longer against uh, DJ Moore and the rest of this Carolina Panthers wide receiving court. So I'm taking a look at the secondary extra hard this week and see if they can have a bounce-back performance. Yeah, one thing with P.J. Walker, if you look at, you know, his numbers last week, he was pretty efficient. I mean, he was 16 of 22. He completed 73% of his passes. That being said, this guy in his career is not not completing 60%. I mean, he's right at it, but he hasn't. Um, Now, again, limited amount of uh, playing time in his career. I mean, he's only Mm – he hasn't thrown for 200 passes in his NFL career. But, look. This is a guy that can keep plays open. He's not, I mean, he's not Cam Newton or Michael Vick or I don't even think he's Marcus, but he can keep plays alive. Um, right. You know, and, he, and we got to remember he's only in his third year. Yeah. Uh, but but he can keep plays alive. So when you're getting after him, they they're gonna want to run the ball. They ran the ball very well last week. Yep. Um, you know, it was it was kind of that was a documented thing. Dante Foreman had a great game last week i mean the guy ran for over 100 yards yep um but with pj maintain your your pass rush discipline maintain your pass rush lanes when you lose your discipline that's how guys like pj walker are going to be able to get outside and make some big plays with their legs right so it's very important um that if your back end is doing well that you maintain your and what you talked about you maintain your pass rush uh, lanes because then you can kind of hopefully bottle up and contain PJ Walker and keep it at a minimum in and, and that way you can't get out and maybe create a play with his legs or a leg play with his legs and arms because at times if you if he can get away now maybe guys come back to him guys are able to get open and he can and and he will be able to throw on the run he's you know it's something that he he can do so it's very important that you you know that the the defense remembers that stays with that because you know that's something that you want you really want PJ Walker to have to beat you with his arm. Uh, you don't want to allow him to drop back and, and this team to to roll through um, with the, their running game and then PJ's not having to do as much. You want PJ. See that's the thing. We go back to last week. He only threw twenty two times. He was sixteen of twenty two. I need PJ Walker throwing 35 times. That is a uh, a recipe for victory for me. Is um if if they can win, if they can make him throw that many times, that is a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah, I agree, Bo. I think if you can make PJ Walker beat you, because like you said, obviously from what they've shown last week, they want to run the football to be effective. You know, kind of kind of like the same game plan as the as the Atlanta Falcons. You know. You want to keep, you know, the attempts for P.J. Walker around 20, you know, some, somewhere around that number. Um, and you want to run the ball heavy like they did last week with uh, Deontay Foreman. But if you can make P.J. Walker beat you, if you can make him try to make 30-plus throws like you were saying, I think that's a good number for the Atlanta Falcons because I think that gives you more and more opportunity to allow P.J. Walker to make a, make a mistake and allow you to get a takeaway, whether it's an interception, fumble, what have you. So, that's a that's a really good uh that's a really good call right there by you. So 